The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to transform your life. Welcome to Direct Connect Empowerment with your host, Fee Mazanke. Our program will explore the concepts and ideas behind Direct Connect Coaching by introducing guests who are using or are aligned with this program and have used the ideas to transform their lives. It is our sincere hope that you can use this inspiration to do the same. Now, here is Fee Mazanke. And welcome to the show, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us today. And I want to tell you today we're going to shake things up a bit on the show, and I'm actually going to be interviewed by my wonderful friend, John Kane. So John is with us today, but I want to, uh, before I, I turn things over to John and turn the tables on this interview, um, I first of all want to say a very happy birthday to my neighbor, Anna, who I just saw outside a couple hours prior to the show today, and she said she would be listening on her birthday. So thank you for listening. Thank you for your loyalty and a very happy birthday to you, Anna. And today's boomerang effect has to do with John Kane and his tagline. And for several years now, John's tagline has been keep helping people. And the boomerang effect is how we start out every show each week. And it says that what you put out in the world comes back to you just like the boom, a boomerang would. So no matter what John is doing, he always thinks about helping people. And he's a support person like no other that I've ever, ever met in my entire life. And in fact, John's support is so strong that as a result, John has this boomerang that comes back to him and people love and support him um, just like he loves and supports so many. And one such example, and this is just one of the many examples that I've witnessed uh, in my friendship and relationship with John over these past almost 20 years now, uh, happened this past January. And John was at a meeting in Washington. And while he was at this meeting, a friend of his had this rather elaborate karaoke machine. And anyone who knows John knows that John loves music and John loves to sing and John loves karaoke. Well, it was John's birthday that week and the very next day after John mentioned that he enjoyed the karaoke machine so much, it actually showed up on his doorstep because his friend felt that John would get more use out of it than he would. And so what a generous offering that John received that day for his birthday. So that is the boomerang in full force, and John always has people offering their support because John first and foremost offers his support, and that's how this boomerang thing works, folks. That's how you get it. You you throw out the boomerang of exactly what you want, and it comes back to you, and sometimes it comes back to you 
tenfold, even greater than what you ever experienced before or ever even thought you could imagine. And that's how it works. So that's why kindness and friendship and support and love and and continuing to help people work so well. So let's get into this mindset of uh, keeping helping people today, shall we? And I just want to say this. Um, Last week, I read a quote that sums up the boomerang effect perfectly. It was written by Wallace D. Waddles, and he said, the more gratefully we fix our minds on the supreme when good things come to us, the more good things we will receive and the more rapidly they will come. And the reason simply is that the mental attitude of gratitude draws the mind into closer touch with the source from which the blessings come. What a true statement. So the other phrase to keep in mind this week is think and thank and keep helping people. So now instead of introducing John as I normally would, and John, you've been a gracious guest on the show before, so people can listen to your intro or read it on the website. But I would like for you to just take it away and share from your heart what it is that you would like to share with the listeners. Hey, Faith, thank you. It's so great to be here with you and everyone. And uh, I really am excited about the opportunity we have today. Just recently, Fee and I were at an event that uh, the company I work for was running in St. Louis. And as is our custom, uh, we're both early risers. And uh, over the many years of our friendship, close to 20 years of friendship, we've had a lot of early morning conversations. And uh, just so Everybody gets the background here. There was a period of time for a few years where Fee and I worked in the same company, and I was hired into a role that Fee had been an expert in for many years, and she was a mentor to me professionally in that work role. Um, Shortly after I had started, within a few years, um, Fee uh, was inspired to um, pursue the coaching uh, passion and expertise that uh, she, ha- she is currently doing through Direct Connect. And one of the things I remember at the time, I remember when Fee was leaving, thinking that um, we had not established uh, our deep friendship at that point, but, boy, she had been a great mentor, someone I looked up to. And uh, I remember thinking that uh, I was really going to miss her. And uh, um, um, we committed to staying in touch. And uh, one of the comments I made to Fee recently is, I'm so excited that we've managed to not only maintain a great professional connection, but we've really evolved and developed a great friendship. And uh, one of the things I shared with Fee a few weeks ago when we were walking early in the morning, that is, I was inspired about the idea that there's so many lessons that I've seen that have been the result of Fee's work, not just in my own life, as shortly after Fee left the company, I became uh, one of her first coaching clients. Um, not just for me, but I want to say for tens and, uh, you know, tens of others that I know personally who've been, who've experienced the power of Fee's coaching. And I said, Fee, it would be fun for me to be able to ask you some questions so that your listeners could really have a sense of, of some of the value and some of the key areas of opportunity that exist in working with you. And I know that each week you're shining a light on so many wonderful, tremendous guests who've been gracious enough to be part of the show. And uh, I really felt that 
uh, you know, in some way. There's so much that when I'm listening to the show or when I'm talking with you, there's, there's things I want the world to know about you and your work. And uh, I make no bones about it. You're one of my, you've become one of my best friends. Not only uh, has your coaching impacted my life, but, you know, on a personal level, Tracy and I have seen so many things come from, uh, you know, the influence that you've had in so many areas of our life. I thought it was interesting today that you started by recognizing your friend's birthday, because one of the first things I wanted to ask you today, it's one of the first things I remember from one of our first, co- first coaching calls, is you shared your birthday philosophy with me, and you shared with me some things that you felt were uh, important to possibly do or consider around your birthday. And I thought we could start with a quick, easy question today. Would you be willing to share for all your listeners why birthdays are important to you, your recommendation for making the most of your birthday, and uh, any other inspired birthday thoughts? Uh, Everybody can certainly connect with this concept. And uh, I would say to you that I know that hundreds of people that I know have been impacted by some of your birthday philosophies, including our, our, our whole work office here. I'll speak more to that. But do you want to share a little bit about your birthday philosophy? Absolutely. And this comes as a result of a few things, and that is one being the youngest of seven children and being born in December right shortly before Christmas and and also being in a family that didn't have a lot of money either. And so, um, you know, my birthday was really kind of secondary and I always kind of felt sad around my birthday because it was so secondary. And I remember having an epiphany one day. I was, sh- I was actually Christmas shopping on my birthday, and I was feeling really, really upset about the fact that I was Christmas shopping on my birthday. And so I, I, I specifically was in downtown St. Charles near this really beautiful statuary store that, where they make these beautiful statues. And I remember this, and it was many years ago. And I said to myself, this really sucks that I am shopping on my birthday for other people and I should really be celebrating my birthday. And then the light bulb moment went on and went, duh, fee, you can celebrate your birthday because you can make your birthday celebration whatever you want it. So you certainly don't have to feel like you have to shop on your birthday for Christmas. Um, And so... That became the inspiration for me to really begin to say, what is my ideal birthday celebration look like? And so year after year, I just sit and ask myself, what feels best for me? What's really enjoyable for me? What would really bring me the greatest joy and celebration for my birthday? And so I started doing that and then talking to people and talking to clients, I I always ask them when their birthdays are. And I would ask what it is that they're doing to celebrate their birthdays. And I remember one specific client said, well, Fee, it's just another day. And I said, wait a minute, it's really not just another day. It's a celebration of you, your life, your impact, your influence, the love that you share, the family that you have, the celebration that you can hold for yourself. And so thus, I really became uh, very passionate about sharing with people the concept of, of creating and 
and imagining what their ideal birthdays would be like and then passing that on, which happened uh, when I was working with your boss, John, Al DiLeonardo, and Al and I have had an interview and we spoke about this specifically about the birthday concept. And, um, and you know, it was really wonderful that Al not only um, invited the birthday celebration for his birthday, but he decided to pass that celebration on to all of you in your office, office there, staff there, uh, to all the staff members, where you guys get the day off and celebrate any way you want. And so that's been a tradition for several years now in the office, or many years in the office. And I'm really thrilled that this concept of the birthday celebration really being a day of what you want it to be, what a celebration looks like for you. And one client several years ago, she turned 40 and she had, I was invited to her birthday party. She had this really amazing birthday party at her home with a live band and valet parkers and uh, people that were, you know, walking around and serving drinks and hors d'oeuvres and, and all kinds of things. And it was it was gigantic. And it was because of the idea of this celebration that she wanted and how she wanted to be celebrated. And so that's, that's uh, basically the concept of the birthday celebration and how it evolved. And it was really because I always kind of felt gypped because I usually got the, you know, Christmas birthday combination gift and I always kind of felt gypped so I decided to change that myself and not wait for anybody else to do that for me. Well, thank you for sharing that. I would just say that um, in addition, a comment I would make is uh, you've helped me and I think a lot of others to recognize that you can do that in a special way on your birthday, but you can do that uh, in some way every day and I think that the the idea of that focus being on your birthday and having intentions around that is a powerful concept. And I think it really ties into one of the other, one of the greatest tools that I believe that many have gained from your coaching practice over the year. But, you know, I think that when you first mentioned to me and shared with me the concept of setting your intentions, um, I had a perspective on what that was and what it meant, and it shifted after working with you for about 10 weeks. And I really started to get clarity and awareness of a different way of understanding the word intentions. I wonder if today it might be fun to kick off with this. I know it's a, a base, base part of your coaching. I'm sure anybody that coaches with you for any period of time, intentions come up as a, a piece of this. I wonder if you might not if you might be willing to just share a few thoughts on intentions today, specifically um, your definition of uh, intentions or setting intentions, and you know, what are some of the benefits that you've seen personally in your life and in your clients' lives as a result of a focus around this concept, which for many people I think is uh, not something that's understood or there's not an awareness of. So I thought it would be fun to, to play around with that uh, today and have you share some thoughts around that. And John, you know that I absolutely love intentions, and that's one of my favorite things and first things that I teach clients is how to set intentions to get what you want. And so the idea of intentions, uh, I break the word intend down to to tend to what's in you. 
So it's in tend. So tending to what's in. That's kind of how I define intentions. And it's really an energy and a connection to an energy of possibility within. And so because we are all part of this unlimited supply of energy, we are all part of um, a very creative force of energy. When we understand that we can have what we want as we get really clear and break our day down or break our campaign down or break our month down or our year down, whatever that looks like. And the, and the more you break it down, the, the better off you are at um, setting intentions and, and seeing the value or the benefits. And so um, I, I, I learned the concept of setting intentions uh, from a, 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 a tape, a cassette tape that I listened to about 20 years ago from um, a couple, their names, Abraham Hicks, and they teach um, personal growth seminars. And they talk about uh, se- segment intending and really breaking your day down to kind of connecting to this life force energy of possibility within so that you can understand that you are directly connected and directly related to um, being able to uh, intend for the highest good. And so, um, you know, one of the things that's that I really started to practice was how can I set these intentions for the highest good. And I always just always start with simple things like parking spaces for people. And, um, you know, some people say, gosh, I'm like the magnetic parking person. I've heard that over and over again. And I think it's, it's great to just go and set an intention to get a parking space. Um, my 81 year old friend, Graham, who's been on the show before, um, she's, Set, I taught her how to set her intentions and she was in New Jersey, living in New Jersey and she was at the post office and um, it was a snowy day and she's an elderly woman so one time she went out and set her intentions to get you know, a front row parking spot and I believe it was in December too when the, par- the post office was really busy. So it's, it's a, a way for people to feel the results, the immediate results of being empowered in their lives. And that's why this whole concept of intentions is um, so fascinating to me. And um, basically, when you put out an intention, and you believe and the in the key factor here is belief, when you believe that it will happen for you, and as a result of you, um, aligning with this life force energy of possibility, then that can happen. And so the belief and the underlying belief is the really important key here. And so as a result, John, you know, I've had clients set intentions for specific office space. Um, I've had, like I said, you know, people do parking space. I've had people set intentions for business. I I spoke with a woman last week who was looking to impact her business, and she had a seminar on Wednesday and got five new clients that following Monday, um, by that following Monday, uh, by the Monday, by yesterday it was. And so these things happen because of our connection to this 
um, unlimited uh, possibility in our lives. And it's a really fun way to get confirmation uh, by doing that. And so that's why I, it's one of my favorite tools and I call myself a junkie because I set intentions every single day of what I want to experience because I want to live a life of uh, joy and love and fun and excitement. And on that note, we've got to take our first break, John. So I want to uh, break for our first set of commercials. And thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be right back. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Social media is important to your business, but you might not know how to do it right. Doing social media yourself can be a challenge. I have discovered a company that gets it done for you. They post seven times a week to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Google+, and they can monitor reviews on over 45 sites at a price any business can afford. Get more information at GetSocialWithFee.com and get your free analysis to determine your company's social media effectiveness. Visit GetSocialWithFee, that's F-I, dot com, and find out more today. Because doing it wrong is worse than not doing it at all. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And welcome back, everyone. And we're turning the tables, and my friend John is interviewing me. So, John, give us the next question. So, Fee, the question is around uh, one of the dynamics of your coaching experience where I've experienced this and many others, and um, I wanted to ask you as a coach, when you have a sense that you're talking to somebody and they're withholding truth, maybe from themselves or from you, um, I have found in my coaching experience with you that you're very intuitive and you have a way of asking questions and creating comfort to help people uh, acknowledge their, uh, you know, their own truth or possibly acknowledge things that they haven't been willing to look at. And I really think a lot of the breakthroughs I've experienced and, and from the people I know that they've experienced have been in your ability to help them get to what's true. It could be the truth about a circumstance, a relationship, a situation that they're dealing with. But 
Uh, usually there's a lot of emotion or maybe drama or details around this, but um, in, in some way, the, 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 you know, what I would say distinguishes the experience of coaching from you from many other coaches that I've had and also the coaching experiences many others have had is in some way people have a, they, they say, you know, that, that fee, she has a way of just getting you to really just open up uh, with her. Um, I, you know, my experience is that your coaching helped me to open up to myself and uh, it was profound, I found. I remember coaching with you in my early 30s, and uh, I remember many times on the call you would say things like, is that true? <laughs> or uh, how do you know that's true? Or, are, you know, you, you had a way of keeping me uh, in that process. So um, I know it's a big part. Of, uh, it's a part of that process. And for anybody that would ever think about coaching with you, I want to let everybody know is, uh, I found it a wonderful experience to become more honest with myself uh, in that process. And I wonder if you could speak to that today, Fee, of uh, you know, what your thoughts are around this, uh, how this comes up in the coaching process. Frankly, I'm sure it's things, something people are scared of when they get involved in working with a coach. Like, hey, you know, my, how, you know what do I have to tell this person? There's, there's a lot of fear around this, but um, you, you just have a, a gift, I, I believe, for helping people in this area of their life and uh, with things that they're working with. Can you share some thoughts around that? Sure. And the important thing, I think, were to start, and uh, this, this topic is one that I find very fascinating in, in human dynamics and human relationships, is that for my entire life, people have told me things that they haven't ever told anybody else. And this has been going on forever for me with with me. And I never really noticed it. I mean, I noticed that it happened often, but I never really noticed that that people would come and speak the truth to me because they felt comfortable speaking the truth that that could spin into what has become my life's passion, my life's, I I don't even want to call it work because I get so much joy from watching people in their truth and and experiencing the truth of themselves. And so this is really um, important to understand that the only way people around you can be in the truth is if you are in the truth with yourself and have an awareness of the truth of yourself. And so it becomes a real understanding and conscious awareness of your thoughts and your beliefs and what it, what's really going on within you. So I spend much of my day in silence so that I can understand where my thoughts are being directed and what's going on with my beliefs. And if I'm making judgments about myself or if I'm making judgments about other people, I begin the process of questioning that myself and saying, is that true or am I making an assumption there? And because I've done this for many, many years and and I would encourage people that this is a key to really knowing yourself um, because you are such a gift 
to be here on this earth and you, every single person has unique gifts and talents to offer. And if you spend time with yourself, not, you know, you basically shifting through the BS of what's really going on in your head to really knowing the truth and the truth being that we are love beings. We are people that we are all founded and, and grown and born and grown in this place of love. And because of that love, when you connect to that, other it gives people other people connection to that love within themselves. And so for me, John, the important thing is in in building a trusting foundation with my clients and and I I don't even want to limit it to clients because I have teenagers that come over here that sit with me and tell me things that they wouldn't tell their parents, you know, like these things happen and it's because I am interested in who they are and what their story may be and I'm also interested in supporting them in what may be the truth or questioning the beliefs that may be coming up and uh, you know, over over the many years that I have been a coach, the thing that has been so great about um, people being able to kind of peel back the layers of BS that hold them from being their true authentic selves, it's happened because I continue to do that work within myself and I will question my own thoughts and my own beliefs and say, wait a minute, I don't quite think that that might be an assumption rather than the truth. So you better really find the truth before you spin that story. And so oftentimes um, people will, you know, hold a belief and then that belief, will, they'll, they'll find ways to make that belief a reality. And so if you can get to the core of that belief to really question it, and see if it's if it's not true or if it's an assumption that's being made and then you you find out what you really want you know if this isn't true if this is just a drama thing that might be going on in your life and in your world then let's see what you really want and then let's form some new beliefs around that and so i think that's it um in a in a nutshell uh that's really how that all has evolved I think that is a great segue. Thank you, Fee. I think that is a great segue into manifesting things that you want in your life. And I think that, um, you know, what I've personally experienced, I remember early in our relationship just sharing with you that I had some fears about getting remarried. I had married young, and uh, it had ended badly. And uh, after multiple years of really... uh, just uh, not not really looking at or understanding all the dynamics of that experience. Not only did you help me take a look at what some of the truth around that was, but you really helped me in manifesting uh, the relationship, the marriage, the what that would look like. And uh, I don't mind sharing with you that Tracy and I just uh, celebrated our 13th wedding anniversary. I can't believe that. Uh, it was just a minute ago. We were all there celebrating together. But I remember what a special day my wedding day was because... I remember thinking I probably wouldn't be in this space had it not been for your coaching uh, in that year before I, I married Tracy. And 
you know, I'm pleased to say 13 years into it, in spite of uh, all of life's ups and downs and challenges, uh, you know, so many of those lessons of, uh, you know, manifesting what you want uh, have stayed with me. So I just, I just share that with, pers- with you personally. And I know, you know, of all the people I know, there's so many people who can tell stories like that about the work that you've done. Um, you know, I also... Uh, you know, there's a ton of stories I could tell, but can you speak to everyone today, Fee, about manifesting things that you want? And I understand that intentions are tied in with that and, uh, you know, getting to the truth so you can look at that. But can you speak a little bit about that today? Absolutely. Again, as we look at the power of you, the power of you as a human being on this earth that is capable of creating the life that you want. That's where the premise starts. And so it does begin with segmenting your day into intention so that you can be clear in intending what you want. Um, And then as we look at kind of the bigger picture, the manifestation picture comes into full focus. And one of the things that I really truly enjoy is watching people manifest and get what they want or create their life's desire, create their life's work. And I do this regularly with people. um, And so I remember years and years ago, my children were in a, a school that only went up to second grade. And I said, gosh, I really would like this school to go. I, I liked the parents and I liked the concept. It was a very nurturing school. And I said, I would really like this school to go up to fifth grade, um, you know, through elementary school before middle school happened here. And so I brought that idea and I asked the school director if I could have a meeting with the parents to see if parents would be interested and in how we could get that you know, to happen. And I was going to look at buying a house or whatever. So, you know, to, to house the school. So what ended up happening is um, we had so many parents that were interested and kind of parents that were behind this idea and concept of the school expansion that the school director decided to say, okay, Fee, we're going to do this. And so um, she put me in charge and I met with the realtor and one of the things that I teach people is to say, and I, and I work with people, and I do this myself, is to say, let's look at exactly what you want and how how that's going to look for you. And so we, we I always write that out with my clients. The particular school, we needed it zoned in a school setting. Um, we had a budget of $500,000 for the building, whatever that was, that building that would house the students in. And um, we needed plenty of parking and the ab- availability of people, to parents to come and uh, drop off and pick up because part of what the school did was that. And so those things were the things that I knew we needed and then all the other details would fall into place. So I would actually commit myself to visualizing that every day and um, just being in gratitude, think, thinking about it, thanking, think and thank, be, visualize it happening. And I remember pulling up with the realtor, pulling up into this school space. Um, it was actually an old church that was um, the uh, being sold and it was already zoned for school 
And I, I walked up and I cried because I knew that that was the, the building that would house this school. And so um, my daughter and I just actually went went back to the school in February and spoke to the students. And it was a really great uplifting experience for both of us to see the fruits of the labors uh, when you manifest things, um, again, for the highest good, how that works. And man, I've seen people manifest uh, like you, you know, like you, John, marriages over the time because people focus on what they want and they visualize that happening. I remember um, Mike Bella was our first, the first division manager that I worked with as a coach. And um, no one at that point in time had ever done a uh, hundred thousand in sales as an office for a push week, and he just committed that to his vision. Was really grateful for it. And the important thing about manifesting, John, is that you have to get out of the way, and so you have to leave the how tos up to the universe. Because if you start messing with how to do it or how to get it done, sometimes you often will. Um, will put a block into that idea of manifesting what you want. And so it's really important to just trust, and, and this is where your faith really comes into play, is trust what can happen if you leave it up to the best and highest good. And, and this is why um, I thoroughly enjoy watching people live their dreams and, and, and focus on their dreams and see what's possible in their lives and in their worlds. And it, 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 it takes committing to yourself, committing to your vision, committing to the specifics of what you want. The problem is that most people are focused in, their, in the voice of their inner critic, in the voice of their judge, and what they don't want. And so they just keep kind of being like these hamsters on a wheel. So when you pull the hamster off the wheel and slow them down a little bit and say, okay, let's remove some of these core beliefs that are driving this. And then we talk about what it is that you want and leave it in the hands of this power of possibility, then things just start to fall into place. And it's really quite fun. And what I would encourage the um the listeners to do is practice this yourselves just simply by saying today I want to see a green car over the next 24 hours I want to see a green car and then just have fun with it and play with it and then um, you know up the ante a little bit and say I want to see a yellow butterfly or a purple feather and then just keep playing with that because you can understand your connection to all things by doing this. And it builds your level of confidence in your idea of manifesting kind of what it is that you're looking to manifest. Thanks, Fee. I think, you know, as we think about, as I think about the experience of working with you and knowing you, the word fun comes to mind. And I would just say that uh, anybody that's ever experienced personal time with you or even coaching time, you know, I, I, I would tell you I remember and reflect on the, many of our coaching sessions as being times where, hey, lots of thoughts, ideas, emotions, but just a, there's, a, there's a flavor and a feeling of fun that you bring with you. Uh, I've been in your home. I've been with your family. I've spent time with you and Bob. And Fun always accompanies you, and uh, you you promise you bring the promise of that everywhere you are and everywhere you go. And um, 
it's one of the things I love about you. Can you just share with everybody? You know, I think sometimes we're looking for, uh, a lot of times we're looking for all the answers. And, uh, you know, one of the answers I see you show up with is a spirit of fun and playfulness. Can you speak to that today, Fee, for the listeners, and just share some of your philosophies and thinking around uh, bringing that type of energy to every situation that you, you, you move into? I certainly can, but we've got a fun commercial break to go to, and I will address that as soon as we get back. (laughs) Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Social media is important to your business, but you might not know how to do it right. Doing social media yourself can be a challenge. I have discovered a company that gets it done for you. They post seven times a week to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Google+, and they can monitor reviews on over 45 sites at a price any business can afford. Get more information at GetSocialWithFee.com and get your free analysis to determine your company's social media effectiveness. Visit GetSocialWithFee, that's F-I dot com, and find out more today. Because doing it wrong is worse than not doing it at all. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And we're back, and my dear friend John Kane is interviewing me today, turning the tables on me. And right before break, John asked me about the idea of using these principles and having fun and bringing a spirit of fun. And I will say, John, again, that I feel like part of who I am and part of the the spirit of fun in my coaching practice happens because of that being just who I am, you know, and I feel like we are here to enjoy life. It's not about um, living life with, you know, just putting our nose to the grindstones and working as hard as we can and not being aware and in tune with other people and what their needs are. But it's really all about having fun and and, um, being in joy as much as we can. Now, that being said, I can also tell you that I'm a highly emotional person. And John, you know this. I am very emotional. And I, um, I, I have strong emotions that I 
express. And I feel like what happened to me is that I, you know, was born into this world as, you know, a fun loving uh, person. And I being so sensitive and emotional as I was kind of uh, labeled as growing up, I really kind of, you know, um, tempered that and kind of tried to put that in a box because I thought it was a bad thing. So um, I learned through the coaching process that being authentic and being a part of, you know, who I am is that I do experience challenges and difficulties and I feel anger and I feel sadness or I feel joy and I feel peace like anyone else. Um, and But I want to feel more joy and more fun more of the time. And so, you know, I will definitely uh, let go of, as we were talking during break, John, let go of cleaning the house in in lieu of having fun. I mean, I will let go of that because I want to have fun. Or I'll put a time limit on, hey, we will get these things done, but then after we do, you know, we'll go and do play a game or watch a game or do something that's fun. And uh, it's just a it, it being having fun and bringing joy is a really great way to um, manifest what you want because it's kind of like your your feelings are a magnet and when you have joy and when you feel joy and peace then that magnet grows stronger and it attract like attracts like so um, it attracts more of that so my philosophy on this is why not have as much fun as we can and even even in the challenging and difficult times I still like to have fun and still you know, like to see the humor in everything that, you know, as much as possible and what we can. Well, I can tell you that that energy and inspiration, I remember coming to your home and, uh, you know, watching your kids do the energy dance before they head off to school. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I remember thinking when I first met you that, you know, some of your ways of being and ways of uh, thinking were so different than what I had experienced growing up or the way I had thought of things. But I always, uh, you know, as I got to know you and I got to know your, uh, you know, you, you, the whole, the whole person, I really started just to get a sense of uh, the genius behind so many of the little things that you do. Um, I'd like to take this to a place of, uh, you know, I would say probably the most you know, one of the things that I think people would say about, um, you know, coaching with you. And, you know, one thing that I'm aware of is you certainly have a coaching business, and uh, that's, that's, uh, you know, in some way, uh, I I know it's not your main focus because you you just focus, uh, you know, on helping people all the time. I know you've answered uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of, of, uh, you know, pop-up questions and and calls and, I think I even shared with you earlier this year, sometimes I feel like our company has taken advantage of you because you've, people just know to call you when they're dealing with something difficult. And there's, there's something that you, I've experienced personally in a massive way, and there's something others have experienced, which is this idea of showing up for people um, when the chips are down or when things are difficult. And um, I would say that there are probably people who, would describe you as having an almost uh, superhuman ability to 
show up big when times are difficult. And here you've got a family of your own, you've got a marriage of your own, you've got, you know, you've got a full plate personally. So could you speak to, um, could you speak to where, where that comes from, what that's about, where, what is, you know, just could you speak to that? Because I hear a lot of people say things like, I just can't, do anything else. I, I've given all I have to give. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm at the end of my rope. I mean, you, you hear these things that people say, and then you watch some people, they just keep finding extraordinary ways to support, love, and give. And um, I think that is a core message of that, and a core theme that uh, I've uh, been able to take into my life from your coaching experience. Could you speak to that a little bit? And uh, again, this idea of uh, showing up when, for people when times are tough. Sure. That one uh, for me, John, is really all about um, being a beacon of love. And in, I, I think, I don't know the exact date in October of 1999, um, I had, I was in the midst of my intermediate coaching certification program. And it was a tagline statement of, you know, who are you as a, a person and who are you as a coach, if you could just sum it up in one statement and, and what, what this life is all about. And that was an easy one for me um, as I sat and just filtered through to get to the simplest approach. And that is um, my kind of mission, life mission statement is to love myself enough to show others the path of love. And I felt like that was just a great summary of what this this life here is all about. And as I um unveil the the love that exists within me, um and I sit with that in early mornings and that's kind of what I do, I contemplate and reflect upon that. I be, I sit with in in prayer and in meditation to really enhance that love within me so that it can be delivered to others and certainly to others in difficult times. I've this year has been an extraordinarily difficult year for me with um caring for and then the loss of my mom and um and then several other losses and and then it's it's a year it's been a year of letting go for me and i i would say that um up to this point and i'm not going to let my words carry this for through anymore but there it's just been a theme of letting go for me and you know my daughter just graduated high school my son just turned 21 I lost my mom. My daughter just yesterday just left for a vacation in London, so all by herself. So I let I watched her go yesterday go off uh, into the sunset, literally. And um, so the, the 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 compassion that I hold for people is because I know that love exists within all of us and love is what is at our core. And when I see people in times of distress or times of difficulty, um, that's where love it can shine the light. And that's really what it means by what, what I mean by shining the light. It's really the light of love. And um, I guess fine, you know, 
finding this compassion or or realizing this compassion came very strongly through the observation of my mom, watching my mom help and heal so many people in her lifetime and just taking people in no matter what. And um, I watching that and observing that, you know, it became an inherent part of me and who I am. And so, yes, there are phone calls that come in at all hours of the day or night or whatever. And um, I just simply don't turn people away because I have that connection and compassion um, in to love, you know, and, and I want people to understand that they are love and that they are also loved. And so if by being fully present with them and listening to them, they can understand that connection to their love and know that they can walk through the pain in order to get to the love, then it's very inspirational for me. Thanks for sharing that, Fee. And uh, I think we're getting close to the end of our hour. And I just, uh, can you give me a quick time check? How much time do I have? For a couple quick remaining questions, we uh, we can we definitely have time for one more at least, John. So, as I think about it today, it, it maybe not a not a question, but I'd like to make a couple comments for our listeners and for anybody that uh, you know as you, as you sit and listen. I recently Fee recommended you to somebody, and um, they went through the process of considering the coaching process, and they essentially came to me and said. Uh, is it worth it? <laughs> and I said, I, I said, well, I can only share my own personal experience, which is to say that uh, from everyone I know who has coached with Fee, from my own coaching experience, it's been profound. And when you think about bringing your resources uh, of energy, time, financial, into this space to a coaching process, courage that it takes to show up and be open and be real. I mean, it really, there's a lot. And, you know, the thing I got inspired to say to this person is I think that it's well documented by many people that it's worth it. I think you've got to figure out in your own mind, are, are you worth it? Are you, you know, and what could be the possibilities that come from really taking time to, to uh, examine you know, where you are and, and what's going on with you. And there's all these things that we invest into in our life. And uh, I just want to share, you know, Fee, that, uh, you know, as, as we begin to wrap up, that I, I really believe you've helped so many people overcome fears as they, you know, fear of coaching, fear of relationships, fear of uh, forgiveness. And, you know, fear shows up a lot anytime we come to this place. And I wondered if you could just wrap up today as, you know, I would want to encourage anyone who's fearful of the coaching process to jump in and dive in, if not Fee, but with someone, if someone else. But I, I really would want you to speak, Fee, about fear, and uh, I think it ties in, obviously, with love, which you were just talking about. But can you speak to that a little bit as we begin to wrap up today, encourage anybody who may be feeling fearful about this process? Sure, it's it's definitely understandable that people, I, I was afraid to start coaching and I continue coaching and I still get nervous about it, but I'm very real about it and I can I can meet my coach and say, hey, this is exactly what's presenting to me and, and instantly and we can look at it and look at the truth of it and it works really well. But fear is the opposite of love and fear is not real. 
And um, when you walk through fear to experience yourself as greater love and, and experience the power of the love that exists within you, then there is unlimited potential, there is unlimited energy, there is unlimited um, opportunity for you in that space. And what I love about that is I get to witness that every single day with people. And I get to witness the power of their love, the power of their focus, the power of them letting go of fear so that they can experience greater love. And it is truly the most, I get goosebumps when I talk about it, the most remarkable, the most rewarding and beneficial thing that I've ever been able to witness and experience. And, and I've done this with my children um, over the years as well, so that they can just, you know, immerse themselves in, in moving through fear and experience themselves in this greater loving capacity. So, um, anyone that may be fearful of the process, yes, I am too, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway and move through it anyway, because it is not who you are. Fear is not who you are. Uh, love is who you are and to experience yourself as this greatest love that you can possibly be and bring to this world is a wonderful uh, deal. We are out of time, John, and I really appreciate the gift that you have given us here so that we can help people to understand that life is fun. It is a game. Play with these principles and concepts and really enjoy that. So thank you so much, John, from the bottom of my heart. Love you. (laughs) <laughs> love love you too. Join us next Wednesday for our remote broadcast from Tranquility Spa in St. Charles from 6 to 7 p.m. where I interview Isabel Andrews, Reiki master. And uh, we, we honor the people who selflessly serve our country and thank you, our listeners, for your participation and your loyalty. I really appreciate all of you and I wish all of you a very inspired week. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you again for joining us this week on Direct Connect Empowerment. Fima Zanke will be back with another guest next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you then. Thank you.